Schmidt Beer, the brew that grew to be best in the great Northwest. America's fastest growing beer. The most a host can do for friends is serve Valley Forge. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now, coming to you socially distanced, where the beer is required but the pants are optional, Greg, Scott, Dan, and Pantless Alley. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. It's us. It's we. It's them. It's the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for hanging along. Thanks for drinking with us. I am Greg. Over there is Adventurous Keys Scott. That is me. And Alley Cakes Alley. Hi, greetings and salutations. Hey there. <laughs> uh, and joining us today, doing his best to fill in for Dan, maybe take Dan's job. I don't know. It's Bride Dog Brian over there. Hola, como estas? Hey, All you know right. what? Muchas gracias for wearing clothes today. Nice. De nada. Yeah, <laughs> he will not be sans clothes tonight. Hey, he's got uh, the beard. He's got something. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining. Shout out to... See how bad I can screw this up. Jaipur, India. Jaipur, India. Yep. Uh, an, another international top listening city of the week. And it was another one of those crazy weeks where we had a bunch of international. I'm just going to run down them again. So Jaipur, India, followed by Kolkata, India, Hamburg, Germany, Miami, Florida. That's another country. Uh, Hyderabad, India, Ironton, Ohio, Fullerton, California. Oh, God. Bhopal, India, Arlington, Texas, oh, yeah. and uh, Simi Valley, California, rounding wow. out the top ten there. Uh, apparently, we're, we're international, so thank you all for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Leave us a voicemail or something. We want to we want to know what you're sipping on over there in India or Florida. That's another country, too. Let yeah. us know what you are <laughs> sipping on. Uh, like we said, Brian's here. He's going to hang out with us. He uh, has a beer to review. In fact, both of him and I are going to share review we've got a babes supporting babes today a little bit of crotch talk a little bit of super bowl fallout and some booze news so let's say we crack right into things find out what ali's drinking over there grab your libations pals it's time for beer of the week and if you're drinking well you know that you're my friend and i'll say i think i'll have myself a beer you having yourself a beer over there you know it. The one-legged duck swim in a circle. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> I am drinking Untitled Art and mm. Corporate Ladder Brewing Collab. It is Peaches Sour a la Mode, 6% ABV. It is a 4.13 on Untapped. And a very short and sweet description would say Berliner Weiss style ale with peach apricot cinnamon and graham cracker this was sent to me via friends on the gram Hi, he friends. is um og underscore beer underscore dude huge shout out thank you so much for the beer and it is amazing it's a, a you know everything that it says it is it does taste a lot like um it'd be like a pie kind of like a peach pie or nice very tasty. My taste is still a little weak, you know, but and I can't smell it. But yeah, it's a great beer. Yeah, that was my next question: is like, how's the how's the taste buds treating you over there? Uh, yeah, they're they're make they're making a little bit of a comeback. They're kind of starting to show their face again. I'm kind of being able to smell random 
cheapness here and there, you know, like, I don't know, groceries in the car or something, which is, you know. Strong onions, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just little, little hints. I can't smell this beer, though. It was just like today I got in the car and I could smell the groceries I just picked up and I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> yay, it's coming back. So it's starting to show its face, I think, a little bit. So, and I can kind of taste beers. I can't give, like, I mean, I will have to say, though, even pre-Rona, I was never, I've never been, like, super amazing at picking up different bits and pieces of beers. It's kind of like, I like it or I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, like, like, I sit here and I watch you do your beer reviews and I'm like, how the fuck is he picking up, like, all of these notes and everything? So... I kind of suck to begin with, you know? <laughs> we'll start you off with some uh, saisons, and you can tell us about the wet hay you smell. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, this is this beer's awesome. So, very I'm nice. Loving it. Uh, this is my first beer I've ever had from Untitled Art. They're really, really good. Oh, welcome to the club. Yeah, yeah they are making some good shit. Yeah, I actually have like a whole beer package that was sent to me the other day, and. I'm like, I'm can't I'm just can't wait to get into all of them. They're so good. I think. I don't know. One for one so far. <laughs> you don't need nuance. You can just thumbs up or thumbs down. Like uh like uh Commodus and Gladiator. Perfect. You know, you're good. Yeah, this one gets thumbs ups. Very nice. Well, very nice. Well, I've had a few from Untitled Art and I've loved all of them. So I'm super jealous that you got a nice little untitled art package over there and uh, uh looking forward to hearing about more. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. All right, let's crack right into some uh, discussions. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Uh, to those of you who were very upset with the Super Bowl and how boring it was, we'll get to that in a few minutes. So just hang out. Uh, first, I want to mention huge happy birthday to our friend Coley over there on the Booze League. The only good thing about the Booze League is Nicole. So happy birthday. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. And, That's awesome. Uh, we love you, Coley. Happy do. birthday. Yeah, we love you indeed over there. Hope you got uh, super ham skied and, uh, you know, Put all those other boobs leakers to shame. <laughs> She's cute. Happy birthday, girl. She's awesome. Uh, yeah. Also, just wanted to mention, in the spirit of Burrito Gate, that I uh, did not have a breakfast beer over the weekend, but I found a new spot. Thanks to, in fact, Coley's suggestion, uh, they had some of the best pozole and tacos I've had in quite some time. So my hungover ass on Saturday got down on just a ginormous punch bowl of pozole. It was so fucking good. That sounds awesome. Pozole over menudo, 100%. All day long. Yeah. All day long. You know, I can't do the, like, the mouthfeel of the tripe. Ugh. Can't, do Like, it's bad enough knowing what it is, but, like, the, the rubberiness. I got to weigh in on Burrito Gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've been hearing it the past few weeks, and, God, I wish Dan was here, but no beans. No beans <laughs> ever yes. in a breakfast. Yes. Breakfast. No beans. Uh, any kind of cheese you want, uh, bacon, sausage, you can do the meat spectrum, but just no beans. No beans. And also, a little bit of shout out to the Dearly Departed, uh, best breakfast burrito I've ever oh. had in my entire life that no longer exists anymore was the Cantina at UCSB in Isla Vista. Uh, breakfast burrito, no meat. It was just potato egg cheese salsa and rice so if i'm gonna if i'm gonna weigh in on the rice argument for that particular burrito rice was good okay no beans though no beans no ever. Be- and no meat i don't know how i feel about the no meat situation you know what if you had this burrito you would change your mind and i make my own breakfast burritos i when i was in law school it was like 
do I continue with law school or do I drop out and do a breakfast burrito truck? I'm not kidding. And my breakfast burritos always have meat, but the cantina one from Santa Barbara and ask anyone who ever went to UCSB in the 90s, aughts, <laughs> etc. They're going to tell you cantina breakfast burrito, no meat, no problem. Better than Freebirds? For me, yeah. Oh, we're just getting I like mean, super local. Yeah, no, no, no. I'd, I'd rank it. I'd rank it cantina breakfast burrito one. Freebirds 2, Woodstock's Pizza 3. Nice. That sounds like a burrito I could totally get after with the no meat thing. And I would, um, I'd probably add beans. <laughs> I like the beans. <laughs> you and your beans. I love them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the beans. I love them. Scott's been banned from eating beans, though. Yeah, I could understand <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I support it's that. So, uh, big shot. I think the place was called like El Taco. Like legit, just it's in Simi Valley, if you guys are in the area. Do cool. yourselves a favor and stop by. One of those holes in the wall. Oh, and this was the best part. You can't just order a beer when you go in there. And this is like the only time I'll drink shitty beer. I was like, all right, you know, give me like Pacifico or whatever. And uh, they come out with a bucket of beer. Ooh, wow. Like you're in Mexico. Is it a bucket of bottles or is it like, because one time I was in <laughs> yeah. Rosarito and they brought me a styrofoam cup the size of a 40 and I watched her pour a 40 into it. No, this is a bucket of ice and bottles. They brought out like six of them or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, no, just just one beer for now. She's like, oh, no, you drink as many as you want and we'll charge you for whatever you drink. And I was like, well, that's fucking dangerous. You put this shit in front of me. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's just going to disappear. And of course, Pacifico is, is yeah, it's 4.4%. So you can have like four or five of those things and not even realize it. Uh, I spent a few bucks on beer yeah. that morning for that breakfast. Is, that is pretty cool. Like but imagine if you will watching your waitress pour a 40-ounce bottle of Tecate into a 40-ounce styrofoam mug with no head in about 30 seconds. I don't know how... It's, it goes against science. It's, you know, only in Mexico. <laughs> goes against science or they had no uh, carbonation <laughs> in that bad boy. Either way. <laughs> but anyways, great spot. I hope uh, people get to try that out. That was just one of those hole-in-the-wall finds. Um Brian, last week we were talking about Pliny the Younger and the shitstorm it was. Did you happen to get any Pliny last I week? I did not. I did not. I was I was wrecked. I was in the line, <laughs> got through, put in my thing, was typing in my credit card information, and then sold out. And yeah. I was heartbroken. I haven't I haven't missed Pliny since 2010, and this will be the first year I miss it unless I can find somebody who was lucky enough to get it ebay yeah yeah i'm not spending a hundred bucks a bottle on ebay sorry <laughs> so you got even further than i like i got to the point where they're like all right it's in your car and sold out but you got to like the credit right, card putting point. in your information and then it's sold out they really screwed that pooch now ali has never had plenty of the younger explain to her what you like about it wait so that's much. not true though you have had younger yeah yeah i thought last week you said you hadn't nope oh Nope, well, I'm making me. shit up here. Uh, I had it at the Stone Beer Fest last year. Remember, oh, they had I like the that. whole little um, scavenger hunt. You, they grilled you. You had to answer a bunch of questions about hops and where they came from and just a bunch of random beer nerd questions. And if you answer them correctly, you get this token. And you're like, oh, I don't know. To, you know, And they're like, oh, you take it over to the the garden over there. And then that's where you cash in your prize. And so you have this token and you don't even know like what you're getting for it. And so then you go to the bar and then they, they pour you the younger. Yeah. I actually had a couple pours that day. You know, it's funny. I totally remember that story. For some reason I was thinking you you had said you didn't have it. And, oh, no, I'm an no. idiot. 
No, no, no. Maybe we did. Yeah, we did talk about it. But um, I probably did say, some, well, $100 a bottle. I would never pay that for any type of beer. No. But I thought it, I actually think it's a really good beer. And I don't even really particularly care for that style of beer. But I thought it was really, really well made, obviously. It's really I mean, good. I, I don't know, Brian, what you think about this, because you and I have chased it down a few times together. Uh, I To me, it kind of takes some of the, uh, I don't know, the coolness away from it. Like, I am less inclined last year or next year to like chase after it because of the experience this year. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, look, about the flavor and the and the drinking of it, like what I like about it is that it's a triple that yeah, it's boozy, but it's not like jet fuel boozy. <laughs> it still has like a lot of really good hop flavor uh and and it's it's just pleasant to drink. And, you know, when you get the chance to go to, like, we go to what used to be Ladyface. I'm not sure what it's called now, but they used to Tavern get the Tamagotchi kegs of it. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, to go with your friends and sit down and you're all, like, you know, cheersing with the one pour that you're going to get and, and just kind of soaking it in together and sitting on the patio and, you know, in the sun. It's like, it's a really nice moment. And, you know, it wasn't going to be that moment with this order, but the way that they screwed up the ordering and they gave you false hope, hope. like yeah. I wish, I wish that I just would have been closed out of it instantly just and tell me no right I away. wasn't going to get it. Yeah. You know, for me to like start putting in my credit card numbers and then go through all that and then, oh, you're not getting any. And I've I've been a Russian River fan for as long as I can remember. I've had the first time I had Pliny was back in 08. Damn. The Elder. And, you know, I I I love Elder. Like I got it at Father's office in Santa Monica. But to get that slap in the face like when you think, "Oh my gosh, I got some." And look, let's not kid around. It was a mixed pack. Like I was paying a hundred bucks for a mixed 12 pack where I knew I was going to get four Pliny's uh, youngers, but they could give me whatever they want, you know, and then to, to know all that and buy in and then get slapped down. It really sucks. Yeah. And if it makes you feel any better, Scott's still on tech support hold trying to get his Pliny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yes. I still hear that stupid music. Right. <laughs> Your call will be answered in the order yes. in which it's received. Uh, yes. Very well. All You're right. You're a <laughs> Anybody else? Anything to, to discuss before we get on to some uh, delicious beers? Um, I'll go. I'll go next. Um, I had a okay. fun little you in the back brewery hop on Saturday. Checked out a couple of breweries in oh, that's North right. County. And... I was totally uh, Graham stalking you over that. Oh, good. Hi. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. You, you and your uh, <laughs> not so unattractive group of fr- friends you're in. Oh my gosh! I know they're all such babes. All of them. Definitely a good looking, good looking crew. That's for sure. So, yeah, yeah we had What'd a good time. We went to West Brew. Sounds like quite the fanny pack there. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. I only have the best fanny pack. <laughs> um, we started at West Brew in Vista. I've been there before. I just, I love them. Um, I love their beers. I love their hospitality. I love their. The setup and everything is about that location is just really amazing. So we started there. Then we went to Helia. Helia's, you know, rad also. I just, I love the way that these places are very like kind of Hawaiian, kind of like, but earthy. Aloha. And, yeah. They're good. They're good. They're fun little spots. And then 
After that, we went to Dog Lake, which I've never been to. So never heard of them. Yeah, um, I remember now. I or at the day, the day of, I remember seeing them like opening up and stuff. But I haven't really heard about them. And my in laws actually were there the night before, and they texted me, and they're like, "You got to check this place out." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we're literally literally going to be like right there tomorrow." So we just kind of added that one on last minute to the little the little gathering, and nice. yeah, it was it was a great place. Yeah, it was good times. That's awesome. It, you know, last week you had Solaris on the show, and we were talking about how awesome those guys are. Um, after posting about it, we, you know, we posted your picture. Skylar hit me up on the gram. Was like, "Hey, you know, cheers, guys! Thanks for posting, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Hey, you know, Ali speaks pretty highly. He's like, you need to come on down and have some beers with us. Like, he's very inviting. Like, come on down." And I was like, "Yes, I will." Yeah. So, um, those guys are rad down there. I can't wait to check out their beer. Wow. So Solaris can get you to come down this way, but I cannot. Is that what I'm hearing here? Oh, oh, correct. Boy. You're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Solaris has a better fanny pack, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. I don't know about that one. I don't know. I did see your fanny pack. That was that was a pretty hot fanny. Pack, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you win. Uh, Skyler and Chad are like I said. I can't sing their praises enough. And actually, I have a bullpen beer of um, Solaris t- for tonight that I'll be cracking in a little nice. bit. But they, like I said, I just I want to see them succeed. And not that mm-hmm. that's going to make them successful. They are just amazing individuals. Their beers are ridiculous. They're so they're just so kind and um, everybody that meets them that crosses paths with them just loves them and wants the best for them. So it's awesome. They're really, really good people. And they use your new favorite hop. Yeah. Uh, Remember what that is? Faro Minton too. Hollertow Middle Fruit. It's right here on the can. Hollertow Minton Fruit. Middle Son of a bitch. Hollertow Middle Fruit. There it is. Did I get it? I think you Hollertau got it. Hollertau Mittelfru. Mittel nice. I keep wanting, I, I want Mittelfru. an N in there. I want it to be Mittenfru. I'll, I'll speak to the Germans for you. Okay, thank you. We'll get that worked out. Perfect. You're the best. Oh, very nice. Uh, let's move on. Old time word of the week. Russian Coffee House. I had not heard of this one before. Russian Coffee House is apparently a house of call for thieves. So it's where the thieves <laughs> hang out. Oh. Yeah. So, hey, we just got done robbing that bank. Let's head over to the Russian coffee house. When That seems so stupid. I mean, then the cops would know where to look first. Yeah, let's go to the Russian coffee house and mm. gather those guys let's up. Figure out let's what, go, let's go interrogate them and see who it was this time. What can I say? Where's the house with the picture of Putin on it? We're going. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, so there you have it. All right. Let's, uh, let's make an early call here to the pen. Through the bullpen for beer. That is for sure. Uh, Brian and I are sipping on the same beer. He was nice enough to hook it up with Made West Brewing's five-year anniversary double IPA. And I can't believe it's been five years. 8% has a 396 and untapped. They say it's a West Coast double IPA hopped exclusively with the Acoma Chief Hop's Finest Mosaic, Simcoe, Talus, Idaho 7, and Columbus Hop varieties. This epic combination results in a punchy, tropical profile with notes of tangerine, grapefruit, and pina colada. Balanced with pine resin and a clean, snappy bitterness. Is it obvious that they're being distributed by stone with the length of that description? Mm-hmm. Dead uh, giveaway. Yeah, I literally had yeah, to stop like so. halfway through when you were describing it. I'm like, wait, it's not stone, right? <laughs> I totally <laughs> thought you were reading the stone description. <laughs> oh, that'll come next. So, uh, so Brian, lead us off with this. Uh, tell us about 
the fifth anniversary double IPA that we're sipping on. I'd be happy to, and thank you for pointing in my direction. Uh, but I would be bereft if I didn't dedicate this beer tasting to the late, great Pedro Gomez of ESPN, who passed away yesterday unexpectedly. Very unexpectedly. Since we're calling to the bullpen, I thought it would be appropriate to give him a nod. But as far as this beer goes, uh, you know, I have had it a couple times. I'm enjoying it again tonight. For me, the aroma, the nose on it, like I get like a tropical, but also like a melon flavor from it. Very, very fruity, but not in an overpowering way. And then as far as the booziness of the beer goes, I think it's appropriate for the ABV. And I think the taste of it is also sweet, but not cloying and perfectly balanced. I was, I was a huge fan. I I think, you know, Greg, we, we both like the Midwest pale. You mean uh, one of the best pale ales ever made? As opposed to some people who don't like that pale for some unknown reason, but we do, we do like the pale this, I think, you know, it's a big beer for them, um, you know, ABV wise, and also just like in terms of experimentation. And I am a huge fan. That's true. I didn't even think about that. But they do normally uh, keep it fairly low in the ABV on their styles. But um, I, I agree with just about everything you said there. The nose uh, on the sniffer, I should say, <laughs> is uh, is is tropical and fruity, but uh, the taste. You get some of that tropical up front, a little bit of the, the pina, if you will, but it very quickly makes way for that piney bitterness and uh, just a hint of booze. It's for 8%. It's it's pretty pretty well balanced there. Yeah, it's not astringent. You're not getting no. all of that. I mean, I think, the, I think the pina that you get, I'm getting more of a melon on it, but either way, I'm happy. Yeah, I am very sensitive to anything like coconutty in the slightest because I'm allergic to it, so I pick up on that shit right away. You're allergic to coconut? We talked about this last week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Didn't we? I don't know. Yes, I'm... Uh, now you're even because Allie forgot... That's true. ...your story and you <laughs> forgot hers. Yeah, I feel like you're just like... Were you guys dreaming yeah, or no, something? I feel like you're making stuff up. No, uh... I think you're dreaming of me. <laughs> you dream of me, Greg, in conversations that mm. we've had. Sometimes. Damn it, Greg. Stop inventing your right. coconut allergy. Uh, this was before Allie and probably before Brian's time. Um, Scott brought in a, a coconut... Uh, pantry porter from five threads onto the show and uh, i said well we're gonna find out if this is real coconut or not and about uh, halfway through the show my tongue was like this so, <laughs> when i eat coconut my tongue swells up it's uh, a little uncomfortable and it itches like i want to scratch my tongue which does nothing i tried <laughs> you know i want to i want to make some big bets that we did not talk about this Ooh. okay this doesn't sound familiar know, at all. I don't know how we're going to prove it, because that would take someone to go back and listen to a bunch of shows, but... I was gonna, I oh, was, God, that'd be yeah, torture. I, yeah. say, um, I feel like this would be very easy to solve. Yeah. I don't know if it was last week. I know we have talked about it. And it feels recent that we've talked yeah. about it. Maybe it's one of the shows that Allie was... Uh, when I was on the Rona, on the yeah. Rona bed. Could be, yeah. That's a, that's a strong... Yeah. I don't really listen to your guys' show, <laughs> so... Join the crowd. <laughs> First time caller, never listener. I feel like Greg just sets me yeah. up for stuff like this, like just to see if I'm if I'm li- checking in and listening to the show. Yeah, it was. A I test. just can't wait. I just can't wait for live t- for live shows again, and I can give Greg a coconut beer and bring my EpiPen with me to stab him after he drinks it. 
Well, I've been lucky enough to have never been stabbed in the ass with an EpiPen, though I have had to stab someone else. I had an ex-girlfriend who was <laughs> allergic to, I forget what it was, and she started having like some crazy outbreak, and I had to stab her in the ass with an EpiPen. <gasps> Probably peanuts. Oh my yeah, gosh. No, it wasn't it's peanuts. peanuts with everyone. No, it was something less uh, less obvious than that. I forget what it was. That's why I can't remember. You? Was yeah. she allergic to you? <laughs> Apparently, that's why she cheated on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it got dark. It got Ooh. so dark. Oh, no. Ooh, whoa. Oh, Ouch. no, that got dark. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, that was it was kind of funny because she started to freak out. Like she's she can't breathe. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll hit you with the EpiPen. She's like, okay, okay. So she's like, this gets under. She bends over because you gotta like jam it in the butt. Okay, I don't want to hear anymore. And so I like I go to to hit her with the EpiPen. And she's like, wait, 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 no. I was like, what? She goes, it's gonna hurt. I was like, yeah, no shit, but it's better than dying. And I just remember I was like, all right, here we go. I did like the classic trick. I was like, here we go. I'm gonna count down in three, stab. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Uh-huh. Wow. You saved her life. I did. Yeah. She she cheated on me. I, I wonder if you life. a little bit regret yeah. saving your life now. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially did about three years after it happened. Yeah. You yeah, should be like, so. man, I could have watched that bitch die. Yeah. Yeah. So Allie knows her name. Yep. Uh, anywho. I got so one of those that. in my life too. Yeah. They, we Rest all have in one. pieces. Yeah. Lots mm. of them. So anyways, where were we? Oh, Made West. Fifth anniversary. <laughs> I wanted to say, very surprised. It, it doesn't seem like they've been around for five years. I remember having them when they were they were first open and thought they were doing really good stuff, and, and now they're doing even better stuff. So uh, cheers to Made West in, in five years, and cheers to Brian for sharing his delicious beer with me. Let's do a little sports. Whether it's the Baltimore Chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. Well, you guys, the Super Bowl happened on Sunday. It did. That's about all there is to report. There was a, much, yeah. a guy who ran across the field in the middle of the game, and he was then arrested for trespassing. 31-year-old Florida man, Yuri Andrade. Florida man. <laughs> I didn't. I saw a, like an alt angle today of that whole situation. And because, uh-huh. I mean, they did a really good job of keeping the camera off him during the Super Bowl. Like you could just see kind of barely like a little like, oh, there he goes. Yeah, he know. runs out and then they cut away. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But I saw you don't give the terrorists a name. <laughs> <laughs> but the angle that I saw today, I was dying. Like he pulled his pants down and he was like <laughs> oh. dodging a couple of people who were trying to tackle him. I think it ended up there ended up being like seven or eight guys on this man trying to like take him down and like one of the um i don't know it wasn't a ref but somebody that was on field level went to go like chase after him and like his feet slipped from underneath him and like they fell and there was like and then it just in in a fucking dog pile it was was fucking funny i'll send it to you it's um on this account that i follow it's called um influencers in the wild (laughs) so there was something about you know this guy being the football the super bowl streaker influencer (laughs) It's funny. That's probably the most exciting part of the game. That was, a was pretty much say, a yeah. shit it's, show. Yeah. It was boring. Yeah. The one thing I do want to say, I was correct on the color of Gatorade. It was blue. You were right. It was blue. I was also correct on the color of Gatorade, and I lost to my mother-in-law on the prop bet sheet by one prop bet. Oh. And Deb was terrible, and she only got seven or eight out of 25, so we can <laughs> definitely razz her about that. I'll make sure to text her immediately. Yeah. Yeah, the the game was pretty boring. Not a lot to talk about there, Chiefs. Honest, whatever. I mean, I think we can talk about how Patrick Mahomes was in fear of his life most of the game. Yeah. Which really sad. How Tampa Bay uh, made him look like a backup. Well, his, his starting left tackle was out with an Achilles uh, tear. 
So the reason why Patrick Mahomes looked so bad was because the guy they got to replace the starting left tackle was not up to snuff. And Clearly. so Patrick Mahomes was was rushed or hurried on a record percentage of dropbacks. And, you know, I feel bad for the guy, but the NFL, this is the outcome they wanted anyway. They yeah. wanted the Tommy Brady story. So. Oh, yeah. Hey, I just want to make it very clear that even though Tom Brady has won his seven world champions, Ric Flair still has seven more on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Wheeling, dealing, kiss, stealing. Um, and, uh, you know, in the middle of the Rona, they let people in the stands. You thought, you'd think that maybe mid-Rona, people are having tough times this year. We'll, we'll lower the prices on food and beer in the stadium. Not the case for the Super Bowl. Some of the prices included uh, $13 for a Greek salad, $8 for a hot dog, $13 for domestic beer, $14 for premium draft, and $15 for a craft beer. Sodas were $14 for a refillable souvenir soda. Uh, Popcorn was $14 for a refillable popcorn. So, uh, hey, Florida, don't forget, people are are still without jobs out there. (laughs) I feel like those are all like normal stadium pricing, though. I don't know. That's pretty standard, right? Yeah, that's why the Chargers left San Diego. Because they couldn't afford the popcorn? Well, no, because they because they weren't making their they weren't making their fourteen fifteen dollar <laughs> popcorn and beer combo, so they moved up to L.A. where it's more socially acceptable to do yeah. it. Yeah, I just maybe. thought in the, in the middle of the Rona, where they're ha- inviting all these um, healthcare workers into the stadium to enjoy the game, I thought maybe food would be a little cheaper. But uh, hey, free ticket means we got to make it somewhere else. I was just gonna say, yeah, they got to make up for all the other money that they missed out on. Apparently so. So they did that in strides. You have to pay the people serving the popcorn and the, you know, risking their health to mm-hmm. serve the popcorn and the soda, right? True. How did the tickets work out as far as, um, I mean, they did they have like little gaps in between or they didn't sell out oh, completely, spacing. right? Spacing. Yeah, out. you know, it, it's funny when the game first started, I went, holy shit, that place is a sellout. Like, are they fucking insane? And then they showed the crowd a little closer. Cardboard I was like, cutouts. oh, it's a bunch of cardboard cutouts. Oh, <laughs> oh thank okay. God. Um, so they allowed 30,000 people in the stadium. I don't know its capacity. It, it's more than any other stadium around the country is letting in because, hey, it's Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they weren't, they weren't quite nuts to butts. Uh, my favorite is they, they have this like 10 row gap between the people and the players. Like they, they block off like the first 10 rows. It's like, Hey, you guys can get each other sick, but stay away from Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and Tom Brady over here. It, the right so. here, it says the capacity is 65,890. So there you go. Just, just under half. Yeah. Uh, so look at you. Boom. You're on yeah, it. You're usually the one. And that then as soon as they got out of the stadium, they ripped off their face masks and went nuts anyway. Started licking each other's faces. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a uh, a Lakers championship win over there. I did see a meme saying something about the um, referencing Bruno Mars halftime show, and that was the most masks Florida masked men Florida has seen this whole during the whole pandemic. <laughs> Wait, even though it wasn't Bruno Mars, you mean no, the no, weekend? No. We- Oh, fuck. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that I, I did see something like that, too. And yeah. then I saw another one where it was like, hey, look, everyone's wearing jock straps on their faces. I totally <laughs> thought it was jock straps. I didn't know anything about like the lead up. I guess he was doing some like anti-plastic surgery, surgery 
vibes or something. I don't know. Is that what that, I don't even know what that was about. I had to have my 15 year old explain it to me. Yeah. It was something along the lines of like, you know, um, not falling into the vanity of plastic surgery and, you know, love yourself for the way you are type of thing. I guess he's been uh, posting photos of himself wearing that same jock strap thing on his face and, uh, you know, rumors were going that they thought that he actually had had surgery, like some sort of plastic surgery, because right. he's super bruised and beat up in the in the photos. And so, um, yeah, kind of gnarly. So yeah, that's a good good little message. I thought he did actually a really good job. I don't typically care for Super Bowl halftime shows. I always watch right. them because it's, you know, it's supposed to be spectacular. It's always a fucking train wreck. And so I just like that kind of shit. And this time I was like, wow, this is actually like he sounded good. I'm pretty sure he was actually singing. I thought, I don't know. I just thought it was a really good performance. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like was when they went inside the house of mirrors and oh, he was holding his own was camera. Ca- that shit made me sick. Okay, I was. Yeah. I, I had to stop watching. I did the same thing, especially because let me remind you the day before was when we hit up a bunch of breweries. So I was already sideways, like not like <laughs> feeling super. I was already feeling pretty woozy. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I had to look away for that part, too. I didn't care for that part, but I thought the rest of it was really good. I was all about it. You were yeah. all about the Funhouse mirrors? I was all about it, man. I thought he did a great job. I thought it was refreshing to have a Super Bowl halftime singer who actually sings uh-huh. and totally. doesn't lip sync mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not like the biggest weekend fan. I don't know his whole stuff, but... I recognize a lot of the songs. I thought he did a great job. He put his, I mean, I heard he put like $7 million yeah. of his own money into it. I was like, dude, was if crazy. you're going to do it, do it the way you want to do it. And and he did. You know, yeah, well, respect cool. for that. Like, yeah. yeah. Hard, I will, hard, hardcore respect for that. Mm-hmm. I will say that it, and I don't know, I haven't looked into it yet. It did seem like he was actually live singing. Um, yeah, I think so. You could hear it when he was running around. He, he, some he missed a couple and, notes. Yeah. I know for a while the the Super Bowl wouldn't let you sing live. Like remember when the Chili Peppers did it and everyone gave them shit for be- not the guitar wasn't even plugged in. They're like, "Oh, the Super Bowl wouldn't let us play live." And maybe that was just an excuse, but I I believe it because they they don't want any issues. Um, but I guess if you're paying 7 mil of your own money, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I think after I think after Timberlake, the soup, the NFL was <laughs> like, "We don't want any surprises. We don't want to see Timberlake's you know? nipple anymore." But yeah, but we don't but I mean the Rolling Stones, come on, dude. Like yeah, those guys are those guys are basically dead, and they're still playing the same stuff. Yeah, so. that was painful, That's true. That's super true. painful, and even Shakira. Shakira, like I love Shakira, and I was like, what the fuck was that? Like that was just weird. No, no, no. I don't like having to. I don't like having to justify to my wife why I watched the halftime <laughs> halftime show. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. It was just the halftime show. I wasn't looking at Shakira's ass. Brian, uh, why were you in the bathroom the entire third quarter? <laughs> no comment yeah hot wings hot wings it was the hot wings yeah Dude, the, the indigestion yeah exactly so yeah it was a pretty good show scott fan of the the halftime show i actually didn't watch it <laughs> i was waiting for that um, yeah i i switched over then i switched back in the third quarter and about halfway through the third quarter i said i'm done turn it off switch over to the puppy bowl <laughs> no oh you guys remember when they used to do the lingerie bowl oh yeah like 20 years ago. Now they have the puppies and lingerie bowl. Oh, God. Is, no thanks. I'm going to say um, that that was more than 20 years ago. I feel like it didn't get very many years either. I think it was like a... No, for, maybe, for good reason. Maybe they got two out of it. 
I think they still have it, but it, you have to stream it or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's called Pornhub. Yeah. yeah Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure my 15-year-old knows exactly what the laundry bowl is. <laughs> That's probably true. You know, we need a, we need like a weekly segment where one of your kids like explains things to us. Right? I could, man, I could use that. Yeah, yeah. like like so the I'm, weekend I'm and his jockstrap. And... You know what's funny is now that you say that, I do reference my kids educating me quite often, don't I? They they taught us what yeet was. No right. Yeet. Yep. Yeah. That's, that was what I was just thinking about too. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. we're gonna need like a at least a biweekly appearance from one of the one of the kids. Today. You guys yeah. didn't know yes. what yeet meant. You guys are savages. We knew what <laughs> yeet meant. We didn't know what ye- no yeet meant. That was where we were confused. I didn't know what either of them were. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, there you have it. Yeah. Uh, what else? Moving on from the Super Bowl because that was pretty boring. Oh, I got one. Oh. Sorry, we're talking sports. So uh, this wasn't on your rundown, but it has to come up. Did you not see that the Dodgers signed the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner, Trevor Bauer? Reigning, defending, undisputed. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? Somebody just also told me Twitter that. champion, Twitter <laughs> champion, Trevor Bauer. This is amazing. This is am- I don't know if it means we're not going to get Justin Turner back. Hopefully, we can still get him back. Dodgers already lost uh, Jock and uh, Kiki and Kike. Uh, adios, Kike. I will miss you, but you Kike, know, do you love me? <laughs> I do that all the time, and my wife rolls her eyes like I'm rolling my eyes at you right now. Yeah, mine does <laughs> um, too. But yeah, so the Dodgers picked up Trevor Bauer. So the Dodgers starting rotation is going to be some variant of Bauer, Bueller, Kershaw, David Price, and then someone who is either Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, Julio Urias, or any number of the arms that the Dodgers have, which is just ridiculous, ridiculous. Which is, yeah, it's an amazing lineup. And speaking of baseball, uh, it seems like they're going to start everything on time now. Oh, are they? I thought they were gonna. That's yeah. what they say. Yeah, yeah. I including mean, spring training. Oh wow. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, and some sad news in baseball. And Brian already mentioned it. Journalist Pedro Gomez died unexpectedly Sunday. And as of this recording, which uh, peaked behind the curtain is Monday night, no cause of death was released. I mean, if you watch baseball, you know who he is. What else is there Sil- to say? Silver Fox, dude. I yeah, mean, jeez. Yeah. How old was he? Fella. Fifty-eight. Oh, okay. R.I.P. And then uh, a little bit of basketball news. Derrick Rose has been traded, and he's back on the Knicks. I honestly didn't know that Derrick Rose was still playing in the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) That makes two, buddy. Uh, Derrick Rose has not been good since, like, his second year in the league when he broke, when he tore his ACL the first time. I don't even know who he was on before the Knicks. Yeah, he well, he was an MVP. At one time. Like 20 years ago. Wasn't he on the Heat last year or something? Could be. Mm-hmm. Shit, tell I don't you. know. I mean, no, that's that the Lakers played in the finals. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. See, that? that's that's yeah, where see, Derrick I, Rose is. I haven't, that's the first I've heard about Derrick Rose in years is that he was traded to the Knicks. And I'm like, well, from who? And nobody knows. Yeah. The, the they standing... should put him on the nets with all the other <laughs> malcontents in the island of misfit <laughs> dreams. <laughs> the standing joke for many years with Derek Rose was that he should be the uh, head sponsor of uh, what's that? You like the way oh, you look. I guarantee it. Superman. Yeah. So, yeah. Men's suits or whatever, because Some he kind of, only yeah. wore suits on the sideline. That guy was always yep. injured. So, uh, all right. Well, in the great words of Dan, that's sports. <laughs> Uh, we got a couple things to get to before we head out of here. Scott's got a beer to talk about, got a little bit of booze news. But first, 
Allie sat down with uh, a relatively new uh, beer babe on the gram. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. She um she started her account in summer, kind of a little bit of a quarantine project with her and her husband, and she's fucking cute. I love her. So as soon as I saw her, you know, posts start to pop up on the gram, I'm like, man, she's cute. I like her. So <laughs> yeah, she's a good one. Here she is. Here's DJ with uh, Allie on Babe Supporting Babes. This rumdoxy loves a good beer. It's time for Babes Supporting Babes. Hi, guys. I am here for Babes Supporting Babes. We have DJ with me today. Drink with DJ on the gram. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation or whatever and hanging out with me. Of course. I was thrilled. I love your page. I love your energy. I just think you're an awesome beer babe. So I appreciate you giving us a couple minutes of your time just to give you a little feature. Um, are you drinking a beer right now? I am. In true stout season, I opened um, a stout from Maine and Mill Brewing. They're out of Missouri. Oh, okay. Very cool. That's awesome. All right. What made you create Drink with BJ? Honestly, my local friend here, shout out to Rachel, got me into craft beer. Um, she just kind of kept pushing it and having me try things, and I slowly fell in love. So I had a couple other friends who were already kind of doing the IG beer scene, so I thought it would be fun to kind of do it. And, wow, I was just surprised by how awesome everyone is and what a cool little community it's been. It's pretty rad, right? Yeah. I'm always, like, just surprised at how, I don't know, supportive and welcoming everybody is in the craft beer community, especially on the ground. It's just amazing. So what brewery are you currently crushing on? Um, so this was an easy one for me. There's this local brewery um, I just discovered a couple months back called Autumn Arch Beer Project here in Delaware. They have a phenomenal, like, facility. Their brewery's awesome. Their beer is stellar. So I definitely had to give them my shout-out for my current crush. Hell yeah. That's rad. I love that. Okay, I'm going to um, fire off some rapid-fire questions. Are you ready? Okay, I think I'm ready. <laughs> what is your favorite non-beer hobby? Uh, probably reading. I'm a sucker for a good book. That's rad. I need to get better about reading. Um, okay, do you prefer dogs or cats? Uh, dogs all the way. Yes, 100%. Same. Uh, your favorite food and beer pairings? Uh, probably barbecue. Barbecue with nice crisp lager in the summer or something. That's kind of just my Yeah. Mm, I love a nice, well-made lager. All right. What, what, what's your favorite Pandora station? Ooh, gosh. I, I don't know. Probably anything that has a good love song on it. I love a, a good love song. You're so cute. I love that answer. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. What is your beercation destination? Like, where would you love to go just to like go enjoy beers and check out breweries and? Be a part of this. I think I have two. Probably I want to hit up Maine and check out Allagash. That's like my next to do. And then Uh probably Colorado for Black Project. Those two are like on my to do list. Yes. Black Project is rad and so is Colorado. That's actually um, a very common answer when I ask that question. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's stuff like I haven't had anything I just didn't fall in love with. Yeah. All right, one more. What is your favorite word or slang for being drunk? Ooh, probably being trash. 
Trust is a good one. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Right on. Well, I really appreciate you hanging out with me. And everybody go follow DJ on the gram. It's drink with DJ. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for hanging out. Awesome. You too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, girl. Cheers. Bye. Thanks again to uh, DJ for, for hanging out with Allie. I, I hadn't even uh, followed her before, so thanks for the introduction to DJ. She's super cute. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Definitely getting a follow. Yeah, she's awesome. Everybody needs to go follow her. She's super cute. Yeah, uh, she's drinking some tasty beers over there, too. Yeah, she, and, lives, uh, she lives out in Delaware. Oh, I'm I don't like, know anybody who lives in Delaware. That's exactly what I said, and I'm, I'm going to sound really ignorant right now, but when I was like, oh, I'm like, where do you live? And she's like, Delaware. I had to do like the... The 50 States That Rhyme song really quick. So I was like, that's the state, right? Like, I don't know anybody that lives in Delaware. Hey, Allie. Yeah. Uh-oh. Joe Uh-oh. Biden's from Delaware. <laughs> well, that's I probably that why there. I fucking writ- wrote it out of my life. <laughs> I knew is it was going really? that direction. He is. Awesome. Anywho, do yourselves a favor. Go follow Drink with DJ on the gram. You'll be glad you did. She's drinking some tasty stuff, and uh, she needs she needs some followers. She's new to the game, so. Go give her a follow. Um, all right. It's that time. Let's find out what Scott's drinking over there. What you drinking? I am drinking Stone's Sublimily, Sublimily, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Self-Righteous Black IPA. Uh, and I am too. So I'm going gonna, gonna to join in on this one. Stone, sublimely self-righteous black IPA gra- graced our year-round lineup for a few years before its retirement in 2015. Since then, nearly every single day, we receive multiple emails, phone calls, and social media comments from diehard fans of this hoppy and dark delicacy, pleading, begging, and sometimes demanding us to bring it back. Seriously, we tried to add them all up, and it was easily into the thousands. Because you can't keep a great beer permanently retired, it's made a few cameo appearances in our stone mix packs, as well as on draft at our tap rooms and bistros over the years. But now, it's back nationwide, on its own, in all its glory. Original recipe, original artwork. This bad boy is 8.7%, has 90 IBUs, 396 on untapped, and 94 on BA. What do you think of uh, subliminally? <laughs> Uh, easy for you to say. Right. Hey, I, uh, it's pretty good. I mean, right at the beginning, it's like, I guess, the, like a chocolatey coffee kind of slightly, very slightly. Yeah. And then, you know, it goes right into the hops and the, the, the malty and all that kind of stuff at the end. But, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Last week, I had Wookie Jack on the show that just made a comeback and self uh self-righteous sublimely self-righteous god damn that's a tongue twister when you've been drinking (laughs) also making its way back uh these black ipas are starting to make a resurgence and yes um i wouldn't say this is as chocolatey as that wookie jack i get a little more coffee a little more bitter up front uh and finishes with a little more hot flavor where i'd say wookie jack is a little bit more chocolatey and uh a little more of like a cross between a, a stout and an ipa and this is just like a black ipa it's very very bitter and all that good stuff, and um, haven't had it in a hot minute, and I'm enjoying it over here. Same here, enjoying all 90 IBUs of it. Ooh, <laughs> right up Allie's uh, alley. Alley, but um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what though? I I love this beer. 
I've loved this beer for a long, long time. And it's the base beer for kind of what they do with their black uh, IPAs on the Enjoy Buys. So, Hmm. I mean, they have a good base to build off of. I was sad when it went. Kind of how sad I felt when they got rid of Double Jack for Firestone or mm-hmm. those kind of those kind of beers. But you know, you got to make room for the hazies, I guess. So right, yeah. You know, I loved this. This was one of my gateway beers back in the day, and I forgot how much I loved it because I haven't had it since it was originally out. I didn't get it in like the the mix pack or anything like this. And uh, this is delicious. Super smoky, smooth for the ABV. Mm-hmm. And just unique. It's a unique beer. Like I, I'm happy they brought it back. I hope it sticks around for a little while. Same. I was just gonna say I don't remember having it before. In fact, when I saw it, I'm like, "Wow, is that new?" So I mean, either it could be my memory, duh, good chance of that, or <laughs> could be the alcohol. Right. Blame it. On <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. No, that I I, I ruled no, that out right away. It couldn't be that. No. That can't be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. there's no way. I, I drink very little of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. digging the throwback and uh, bring on the dark IPAs. I I miss this one. I, I miss dark IPAs in general and rye IPAs. And I, I like this this trend we're going on. They're like, hey, you know what? Enough hazies. Let's go dark. And uh, I can confidently say, Allie, this is not your jam. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I thought that that one was new also because that was the one that Stone shared this month. Yes. So I have it in my refrigerator. All right. Well, now we need to know what you think about it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe now would be a good time to try it since my taste buds are still pretty weak. (laughs) Maybe so. Might mute that bitterness a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. The sublimely self-righteous ale is uh, is available now. If if you're into to bitter dark IPAs, this is your jam. This has that uh, classic stone bitterness. With a nice little twist with the dark. I like that. It's a little bit of coffee flavor, I think. That uh, Yeah. And like Brian said, the smokiness, too. Yeah. I, I don't get tons of smoky. I get just enough because I'm very sensitive to smoke. It really it's, is it's, one of the first black IPAs that really gained popularity and got yeah. mainstream distribution. So And it also helped transition me into dark beers. I used to not like stouts and porters and dark beers. And uh, somebody stuck this in my face. And I was like... Well, this is good. So maybe dark <laughs> beers are good. And I, even though it's not at all the same, I was an idiot back then. And it kind of helped me open my mind a little bit. So I have to oh, say, I days. have to co-sign on that a little bit. I do like like the dark, like the black IPAs and stuff. And those are easier for me to drink than the stouts. And I, you know, I just need to keep trying them. I just need to not give yeah. up, you know. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Just I don't know if I'll drinking. ever get after porters, though. Porters are, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just keep, drinking, just keep drinking, just keep drinking, drinking, drinking. Just like Dory says. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's wrap things up. A little bit of booze news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed. Uh, Firestone Walker, speaking of Wookie Jack, Firestone Walker is launching a new beer club. And I just had to talk about it because a 2021 membership in the Brewmasters Reserve costs... $599. Not going to lie, I got the email today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that $600 will get you eight curated collections, which equals 27 individual small batch beers, including 14 member-only exclusives. Each collection, each collection excuse me, will also include 
uh, glassware chosen by Matt Brendelson to match the selected beers. Brindelson and his team, including Barrelworks Master Blender Jim Crooks, a.k.a. Sour Jim, and Barrel Program Manager Eric Ponch will present each collection via online tasting sessions. And just in case you're wondering, that $599 comes out to a whopping $22 per beer. Oof. But you also get glassware. Somebody else was telling me about a membership that's like this right now. $175 membership fee, and that's just to be able to purchase the beers before everybody else. Fuck, I don't that's know. nuts. What yeah, I love Firestone. I loved, or I love their their barrel aged and all their specialty one offs, except for Dark and Stormy. And I this this is a little too pricey for my blood. Yeah. Just a little too pricey. I don't know. Brian's been a member of the brewery. What what about what do you think? Well, you know, I think that uh, it seems pretty cool. They're going to give you your stainless steel membership card which i think looks mm-hmm. pretty cool and that's probably like a you know 20 30 dollar value to somebody i it's not to me like it's a little <laughs> it's a little bit to much somebody. for me it's a little bit much for me but um you know i think that i would consider it with myself and my wife that we can share the beers i think that it's kind of appropriately priced for covid actually because yeah, people aren't going okay. places and, and checking out breweries so if you're in california and the majority of the stuff from firestone is really great like aside from like you said dark and stormy like you know i think that uh, it's kind of a cool thing and maybe i would eat the excess cost on it yeah it, it's just hard it's just a lot up front and you know i pay more than that for humble sea for you know a year of being on humble sea and it's just six hundred dollars front. How about you knock off a hundred dollars and you give me the option where I don't get all the free glasses and like the little extra benefits? Just give me the beer. That's that's what I want. And also, who cares if your cart, your membership card is stainless steel? What are you gonna do with the membership card? Post it on Instagram. Okay. So then other people can still <laughs> your membership member. But then yeah, I mean, gram. nobody even knows if it's stainless steel if it's just on Instagram. Yeah. Um, to me, it's just it's just a little little rich for my blood. Unless the wife tells me she wants it, then I can't wait to sign up. <laughs> it could be perfect for people that go to the Super Bowl and pay for the concessions. That's true. A couple of buckets Aww. of popcorn and yeah, that, that $5.99, that's it. <laughs> I'm in. Easy peasy. Uh, Uber is going to buy Drizzly, the alcohol delivery system for or app, for $1.1 billion. <sighs> Whoa. Yes. That's ridiculous. Why didn't I come up with that app? What the hell? You should have. So it's so my right at my alley too. Okay, here I am, d- dumb old guy. What's Drizzly? Well, it's it's like Uber Eats for alcohol. Oh, okay, okay. Come on, you're still technically employed by Uber. Yeah, right? since I haven't driven for like a year, but yeah, I'm still employed <laughs> by. <him. laughs> yeah, it's like Uber Eats for alcohol. You you can order booze that it shows up at your door, just like Uber Eats. I wonder why they never hooked me up on that uh, business, the Drizzly <laughs> one. It, it's because they were smart. Product place. Would have never yeah. gotten to the home. Yeah. <laughs> customer would have never seen that exactly yeah yeah they would have had a lot of people complaining oh. about not never receiving their order here's sir here's your empty bottle <laughs> yeah and then finally we'll finish it with this one man with a florida tattoo calls 911 for a ride home matthew letham 22 dialed 911 to request a ride home after 4 a.m in the newport ritchie suburb of tampa on sunday a pasco county deputy found letham and offered to call him a cab but he said he didn't have any money letham then began walking in the direction he lives and again called 911 for a ride the officer caught up with him and arrested him 
as he was on the line, according to the complaint. So he's still on the line with 911, and the cop found him. Authorities say the officer searched Lethem and found marijuana. He has been charged with misuse of the 911 system, as well as possession of marijuana. He was released on $300 bond. And as if all of that wasn't bad enough, Lethem has a tattoo of the state of Florida on his forehead. Forehead? <laughs> forehead? Forehead. Oh, like, like right, boy. Right above his nose region. <laughs> What a fool. Right. <laughs> um, is marijuana illegal in Florida? It must be. What? That is insane to me. Florida doesn't give a shit about anything. They have rules about marijuana? Right. You can have sex with an alligator, but do not have <laughs> weed. <laughs> Jeez. That's, I'm yeah. surprised about that one. Who saw that coming? So, uh, yeah, so thanks to uh, Lethem. And uh, we'll, we'll get a picture up on our stories there on the gram, the unfiltered gentleman there, because... Uh, yeah, I need to see this it, fool. It's, it's funny because it's not huge. It's almost like a birthmark of Florida on his forehead. It's fantastic. <sighs> Did you hear there's a, there's a rapper that just had a 28-carat diamond encrusted into his forehead? Mm, I did not hear that. His name's Lil Uzi. Is that for reals? Lil Uzi, which is exactly what the diamond's going to be when the piercing doesn't take hold it's going to be a little oh, oozy we need one of your kids to tell us who it is oh. uh yeah well you know what that's a perfect time to hit a little music because that was gross uh thanks all for joining brian thank you for hanging out with us thanks for putting up with me <laughs> hey you know what we your wife owes me one now what does that mean? <laughs> she said, can you take Brian off my hands for like an hour and a half? And here we are. Oh, Jesus. I'm joking. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for uh, sharing that tasty beer also. That was that was delicious. Cheers to Made West. Hey, shout out to Made West. Yes, indeed. Uh, follow us on the socials, the Unfiltered Gentleman. Follow Allie at Allie and Kelly, A-L-L-Y dot I-N dot C-A-L-L-Y. Brian, any uh, socials to, to plug out there? Nope. Fair enough. <laughs> I like it. I very much like it. So thanks, everybody. Oh, the unfiltered at gmail.com and uh, Drunk Dallas, 805-538-BEER. So thank you to everyone for hanging out, for listening, for joining. Let us know uh, how, uh, how you took the Super Bowl. It was kind of boring for us. So, uh, on that note, hope everyone's staying very well hydrated. Good night, everybody. Good night.